0: What's up, entrepreneurs and business owners? Welcome back to the Stronger Business Podcast. We're going to have a fun episode today. We have three of us in the studio, and this is going to be an amazing episode because we're just not talking about kind of one lane of business. The entrepreneurs today, I mean, it is franchising, it is brick and mortar, it is wholesale, it's fundraising. It's direct to consumer and all in a matter of like five years. It's all happened so fast. Not a whole lot of business experience in the past. Came in hard, came in fast, was busy already. Five kids. That question that everybody out there is like, I don't think I have time to grow my business. I don't have time to do this other stuff. Well, our guest today has at least figured that out to a level that's way higher than most of us ever make it to. And that's why I'm excited to hear their story. They're the founders of Alumni Cookie Dough. It has been voted the best of Georgia in 2022. It's Athens' first cookie dough cafe. I mean, the name is meant to be Mike and Jennifer Dolander. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so for much. Us. We're so happy
1: to be here.
0: This is going to be exciting. And and <laughs> we've gotten to know each other recently through y'all being in downtown Athens and us being downtown and owning a building downtown and just i have got to work together a little bit, um, I guess, the last six or seven months. Yep. And I knew of the brand. I'd been in there and it's super awesome. But then I think probably... I don't know, August of last year, I was reading the story in the store, and right. I guess, Jennifer, you were in New York, yes. and uh, on a birthday with one of your daughters, yes. and the idea, so how did all this come about? What made y'all decide, oh my God, we want to own a business, and not only do we want to <laughs> own a business together doing something that doesn't even exist
1: in the, in a market in our area, right.
0: we're going to explode it into the, all of these different directions, so tell me how in the world y'all got here.
1: Right. It's kind of a crazy story, but it's a good one. So um, I took our older daughter, Stephanie, to New York for her 18th birthday. And we had already been to New York before, so we had all, all already done all of the touristy stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was doing some research and found that there was a cookie dough cafe in Greenwich Village. And we both almost just fell off of our chairs <laughs> because we both love cookie dough. And she said, Mom, you know, that's on our list for sure. And I was like, all right. So I wrote it down. Um, We ride the subway everywhere in New York. Absolutely love the subway. And got off the subway in Greenwich Village and immediately could not believe how much it reminded me of Athens. Because NYU is right there. All the green space, the kids with backpacks. I was like, oh, I feel like we're home, you know. And so you had that right away. And then we walked a couple blocks to the Cookie Dough Cafe, and it was truly one of those lightning strike moments that I believe, with all of my heart, that all of us have. I think we all have those lightning strike moments. I think the difference is, I didn't ignore it. And so I just thought, Athens needs this. Like, why is this not in Athens? And so um, we got our cookie dough and took a selfie and sent it to Mike. And he was like, What is this? Because he was not a cookie dough person. <laughs> not
2: and at so all. he was like,
1: What is this? What are you talking about? And so I got on the phone with him and I was like, I know you're going to think I'm crazy, but Athens has got to have one of these places. It would just go gangbusters. And it's a cookie dough place. And so I briefly told him about it. So we, he said, well, you know, let me do a little research. So we proceed to walk to Washington Square Park to uh-huh. eat our cookie dough, and he called me about fifteen minutes later, and he My, said, "You work fast, <laughs> I was quick on this.
2: i have been He's, traveling a lot too, and so I, hit me at the right time as well."
1: <laughs> and so he said, "You know, just in the little bit of research I did, there are not a lot of places in the country that have cookie dough cafes." The place, um, the cafe that we were at in New York does not franchise. Um, but he said, you know, just looking at the profit margin and how successful other businesses have been, I think this would be a great business, you know? And I was like, well, okay, you know, so that great. So were y'all great. kind of looking
0: for something at the we time? We were always like in
1: a dream world. We had always said we love Athens. And so we would always come to Athens on date nights And in a, you know, far off land, we would think, wouldn't it be great if But it wasn't like negatively, like I'm looking trying to find franchises for sale. Absolutely not. We had never looked for a franchise, never looked for a business mm -mm. specifically. I had already signed a teaching contract. You were a teacher for 12 years? And I just went for 15 years and I just went back this year. Oh, okay. Wow. So So you've
2: been fully transitioned back. And you were, I assume. And I was vice president of operations for a health care company so have me <laughs> traveling yeah, that sounds like super slow it was when you a got great a great yeah, right? <laughs> it was a great it was but it just uh it, there was no planning we yep. hadn't prepared yep. for it no never, planning but
1: but so then mike really took off with it and by the time Motivated. our plane landed in oh, atlanta he had secured the llc
0: I love this. So I feel like the <laughs> difference in, like, entrepreneurs that never get started in successful entrepreneurs is, like, speed of implementation. And it this is. is the fastest, like, speed of implementation story well, I've probably yes. ever heard. we
1: would have thought – if we would have asked our family, if we would have asked our friends, if we would have even thought about it for 15 minutes – we would have talked ourselves you could have come out up with a thousand of it reasons because to there do were this. so if you were to do I'm real big into positives and negatives and if you were to have done a T chart positives and, <laughs> and negatives of starting this business <laughs> the negatives would have run out of space <laughs> and so we just totally and so we went for it that was in July we signed our lease off North Thomas Street in August, so the next month. Yep. Whoa. So and, Y'all um, committed.
0: Not quickly. only are we doing oh, this five business, year we just signed a five-year Remember,
2: lease. we had never <laughs> run. We'd both had businesses before in the past. I owned an assisted living uh, business down in South Georgia. She had a successful invitation print visit that was all online, but we had never I've never even worked in a restaurant, I was much a, less owned one. I was, a
1: host, I was a hostess at Applebee's. That was our amazing. restaurant experience. That is literally my experience. That's my experience in the restaurant industry. You know, I was a hostess in high school. And so um, signed our lease in August, and the doors opened January in January. So it was so fast. I was teaching full-time the first until may of that okay. year yes yeah, so um so it was just it was and you know we had no we thought we were just opening a little family business and when we opened the doors january 18th of 2019 we had lines down north thomas street to the classic center
0: Oh In my God! In the rain, it was insane. So, so the demand, or the market, you're like, it is here. Yep. It
1: was amazing, and we had people right away asking us, you know, how do we open one? So that's how we got. You know, people are like, why did you franchise so fast? Well, the demand was there. You know, we realized very quickly we had something really special, and we're very. All the recipes are mine. I'm very particular about the recipe. I feel like we've got the best cookie dough ever. We have tasted it from all around the United States. And apparently
0: there's some like cookie dough and safety and certain things you have to do. I have learned through reading about y'all's story. It's it's not just any cookie dough you can put out and serve without cooking. Exactly. I have eaten it my entire but, life, but, but I was like, <laughs> so I guess I
1: need to do some research now that I'm opening a business. But <laughs> so now you could
0: you could do both. You could you eat can, it or you can or you take can it home it. and bake it, yes. which is amazing.
1: Exactly. And there are two ingredients. The first that people always think about are raw eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, that is not actually the ingredient that causes the most illness. Okay. It's raw flour. So is oh. mm-hmm. an agriculture product, and so unless it's heat treated, all the bacteria is not killed. I so didn't think about that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we use heat treated flour. So it's um, we have tweaked the recipe probably a hundred times, but I always and I'm tell our franchisees now this too. Now that you know they have the recipes as well, I, if I see an area that can be improved, I'm going to improve it. That's part of growing. That's part of having a business
0: I love it so. and I, honestly as a business owner I struggle with that because I want to improve and change things every day but right. I, but it almost becomes a disadvantage to my staff and management and systems right. and so I got balance of, yeah so my like, balance to I gotta world. like leave things for like at least a couple of months right. yeah. change <laughs> exactly. them again because I know I drive my team and my yeah. staff crazy like to yeah as soon as they right. learn something we're like changing so yeah, I, I've got that's hard, especially with franchises in multiple yep. locations. I might yeah, struggle yeah. with it in my little mm-hmm. office here. Um, I want to back up for a second to the line down the street yeah. past the Classic Center yes. because you two, I don't know if if you've always been this way or if this is something you've learned through the entrepreneurship side of owning the business, but, like, master at marketing. Like, you do such <laughs> a great job with Thank marketing you, yeah. and presentation. And, Thank you. I mean, the packaging is like, student survival kit and it's like, <laughs> there's a couple other things it's just so creatively named like you know i think there's like natty mason jars and yes. uh, just and i'm like man y'all are like marketing geniuses mm-hmm. is that what it, was there some front-end stuff that helped drive that to get that line out the door or did y'all do a lot of promo in the beginning or a lot of spending yeah so, i mean
2: we yeah.
1: announced it right away
0: and that's all it was again
2: our whole goal on this was just to give her something to replace her teacher's salary at the time. Okay. You know, grow into it. When we retire, be this little couple, Georgia alums, that have a little business, and just Athens. live in the German downtown our yeah. Yeah. Nothing more than that. But when we saw the line, so we started early on, just put some pictures, we took some pictures at home of our cookie dough. Put them in the with windows. With our iPhone. Yes, with <laughs> our iPhones. I mean, and just had them printed, blown up. Didn't go out that's and spend thousands no. of
0: dollars.
1: No, we started, and we literally, any, I, I yes. painted that red wall that's in the cafe, I painted that red wall. <laughs> so anywhere we could save money, we did. Love it. And so it doesn't have to be perfect. you just got to do it. Yep. Yes, do it and do it, it grew. It
2: was the craziest thing because we just, we announced it just on Facebook. I mean, that's it. We didn't.
1: No Instagram. No
2: Instagram, no other, you know, avenues. We just put it on Facebook. And that first post had something like 60,000, 70,000 people that liked it and commented on it. Shared. And, and, and it at that point, viral. we were like, wait Maybe we've got something <laughs> a little bit different here. And so we went through some some challenges early on. You know, first of all, any time you do a pro forma, you can plan on it being wrong. Um, 100%. I did everything I thought I yep. could, and of course, I was off by threefold. <laughs> so it's kind of it was kind of continuously putting money into it and, and fixing the mistakes and things that we hadn't thought about just because we had never done because
0: it's a completely different financial cash flow model with a yes. little small business we're going to start and run and yes. just slowly grow for the next five years versus. There's a line down the street yeah. and seventy thousand views on right. Facebook. That's a and whole we're different model.
1: into fr- all of a sudden we're a franchisor and what does that mean? You know, it's it's a it's, completely yeah. different level of responsibility. So,
0: running a business and entrepreneurship is the most rewarding, greatest thing ever. But it's the hardest thing ever. Yes. Up to you, you add into that like the spousepreneur side of working yeah. together right. with the two of you. Yeah. <laughs> All this happening so fast, were there's anybody pulling back on the reins, or were both of you like, all right, let's go, let's do a second location, let's we franchise, were, let's do wholesale, it's talking about the story that first that
2: first week when I <laughs> when we came home after I took the oh, yeah, this so, just tells it. So, so this well.
1: was um this was literally the night before January it was January seventeenth, twenty nineteen the night before we opened in Athens, and we were there getting, you know, the dough ready and everything, and I mean, we were like, could not, we were just cross-eyed. We couldn't see what was going on, and so um, Mike left first, and he went home, and this is at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning because, I mean, and at this point we realized, oh, my goodness, we have not even run a, a charge. Like, <laughs> we don't we even don't know, even don't know if, if Square works, <laughs> you know? And so he was like, that's what I'm going to do as soon as I get home. I was like, yeah. okay, that sounds good. So he, um, <laughs> unknown, unknowing, unbeknownst to me, he missed his um, his exit on the loop. He actually went the entire way around the so loop tired. before he even realized it. <laughs> It was like, where story. am I? Three eggs passed it. I'm so, like, so, where's my
0: house? I'm
1: tired, <laughs> my mind's yeah. racing. And so I get home and he I could tell he had all this, you know, the stuff is spread out everywhere. He had to square up, he was about to run the credit card. And I was like, What's going on? You know, he looks up at me, and this is it by this time it's probably 3 a.m. And he just looks at me with this blank stare, and he said, We had a really good life. (laughs) (laughs) It all changed.
2: (laughs) That is
0: amazing. What
1: have we done? You know, so I just... Uh. We swear that we're going to get T-shirts made that said we had a really good life. I can
0: promise you I know about 5,000 business owners that will buy that shirt. (laughs) Because it
1: is so true. It's like, oh, my gosh, what did we do? We've created a monster. That was before we even knew about the lines down the street. Yeah. So it was was something that – those first few weeks that we were open in Athens, it was something I have never experienced in my life. That
0: is amazing. That's it super was really, cool. We were
1: going through pans of dough faster than I ever
0: All thought. Oh the it was challenges, possible. I mean, which are awesome, but there's are still challenges yep. you never saw coming or definitely weren't prepared for knowing how to
1: handle. No, I we had
0: prepared for enough
2: dough that we thought would get us through the first week. It lasted forty-five minutes. <laughs> And so then we were calling in, all, like of business, business in all of our employees. Business dream nightmare. All we were calling in all of our employees to come in and help. And we had like three people making dough. I had two people washing dishes. Two people checking out. I mean, people. I mean, I just kept throwing people at it, trying we literally to fix the problem. Bought
1: <laughs> Walmart, Publix, Kroger, Sam's, all out of butter.
2: I was running all over. That's all I did. That's why weeks. you could so not buy it, butter it in
1: 2019. Like, we we got to quit our jobs. <laughs> we like, had, it was... well, at, not. You know, not at first, I, I, that was in my game plan, yeah. but it was never really a plan for him Mm-mm. to leave. I mean, that was just not in the plan. But then after a couple years, I finally got to the point, I guess it was right after COVID. Yeah. Geez, um,
0: a whole nother set of challenges. Yeah. So we'll talk, we had so, a good story about um, that too. So. You
1: know, I was like, okay, so here's the deal. I'm fine at keeping the business exactly the way it is. We don't need to grow it anymore. And I'll be fine with that. But if we're going to continue to grow at this rate, I need your help. And so we made the decision that he was going to retire from healthcare and come into the cookie dough business. And we're so, all and in I don't at this point. I don't think there's been any regrets.
2: No, there hasn't. It was a great field. I love being in healthcare administration yeah. and, you know. Um, but this is something I, I I work even harder at this, but yeah. love it. All my it's it's ours, and I get so excited about seeing it grow and just you know every new post. I'm somebody's happy, see somebody's little kid, it, big smile and cookie dough all fun? over their face, and yeah. it just makes me makes me feel like this was the right thing to do. Oh, I but love yeah, it. Backing up to COVID, so that was interesting. That first year we were so busy that we yep. we made that decision. We opened up in January. And in March, we made the decision to franchise. Okay. And so we were just talking around. I got connected with Bob Gouge at Jimmy uh-huh. Joe's. Um, we carried his coffee already. Knew that he had franchised. I just reached out to him, and he was so kind to just spend some time talking about how we did it. Connected <laughs> me with his franchise attorney. Spent, And then we spent the next... 10 almost 11 months
0: oh, going yeah. through the franchise the work, process the, oh my god the hmm. systems the operations manuals yes. it's like it is it's probably the best it thing tedious. you could ever do for your business is. but my we word, kept thinking oh what
2: have we gotten into and it was just insane um and then it was march of 2020 first part you know like first week of march um he our attorney calls and say hey you're ready to go. Everything is complete. You have oh, everything done. Man. Here it is. You're ready to go sell franchises. We went downtown. They were having St. Bat- Patty's Day celebrations already, and we went down there and we're like, "This is awesome. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna hit it big." We're we're ready to rich. roll. And the next week, they shut down the world. All of our students left. All of our employees left. Not there only no was customers. the franchising not <laughs> happening, the store big couldn't exactly. even be open. Yeah, and so it was yes. immediate. Like, you know, oh, my yes. gosh, how are we going to even keep this thing going? Yeah. Um, so franchising got put on and we were all ready to go. It was a year before we sold our first franchise. It was The end of 2021, we sold our first one. But during that time, we were like, how do we make ends meet? You know, and we did neighborhood deliveries because there was nobody downtown. I mean, there were some she would be there by herself. And sometimes there were three or four days that we wouldn't have a single customer walk oh, in my the word. store. yeah. So we were taking it to people. So we had you know, lots of friends out in Nacone had County. Had neighborhood deliveries yes. booked for weeks. That helped Just us set it, up. it out. So How can we do anything? Yeah, to, absolutely. We'd work all, I'd work all day. Yeah. i go meet her, and we go deliver to neighborhoods. Um, and that's where our wholesale... Um, you know, program kind of startup. We're like, okay, if we can bring this places like Striplings Mm -hmm. and some of these other places are still open. People are still going to And we had a few
1: accounts at that time, and they were still ordering. And it just made me think, this is something. This is a branch of the business that we need to really think about because – People are buying local right now, and yep. that is not going to stop, and it hasn't. Mm-hmm. And so we have grown wholesale from 12 accounts to 100. It's over 150. 150. Counts. Wow. You know, yeah. we
2: shipped to about <laughs> 17 states. Holy now, cow. So we've gotten into interstate came commerce. came out of a
0: situation that had a lot of people had to. curled Absolutely. up in the corner, Absolutely. like, Absolutely. crying, not knowing what yep. to do. Yep. Y'all pivoted and said, you know what? Yep. yep. Let's. Home delivery turned into a hundred and something locations of wholesale. And And it's
1: the, you know, it's the mom and pop locations. It's the smaller grocery stores. It's the coffee shops, the pizza places, the places that people will still frequent no matter what. What happens yep. around us. Which is
0: just continuing to build the brand. Yeah. It's it able to grow without all the expenses of leases, infrastructure, brick and mortar. But when people are in cities where there's a alumni cookie dough, they want to go check it out. Absolutely. Yep. want to have yep. the real things yep. in the real place.
1: So they can get a milkshake. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, I love it. There's still a reason to walk into our cafes, And Even if and you we get offer it at the local store. There that yep.
1: Other places don't.
0: And so. is this something that's part of the franchise model as well? It's it certain into yes. the yes. franchisees or yep. take place in some of the wholesale yes. side too. Yep. So
1: all the franchises, they have their own territory, uh-huh. so they can actually go out and get wholesale business of their own, which is so great, and it's something that a lot of franchises don't offer. Their franchisees, so we feel like, you know, we realized how important that was to us, especially during COVID. So we wanted to offer that to them as well. I agree. And so that's it's huge. It is. It's such a great opportunity.
0: And in, in a situation that doesn't put all your eggs or dough in one basket, it's 100%. if your are One low- hundred
1: percent. And that's what I
0: tell like from the financial side. I've been in business long enough. I've been working with business owners long enough. Like. We we don't ever know what's coming, but every five to seven years, something is going to disrupt yes. our business. Especially if we're in a retail location, like yes. yep. it could be COVID. The sewer could bust in the road mm. in front of you. And you tear the street up for three months. Right downtown yep. could shift traffic. Like there's so many things that can happen. That having another opportunity to have some sort of revenue center or profit right. center exactly. and some other wholesale or distribution format is, right. I mean, it is a game changer for yep. a safety net for business owners. Absolutely. I love that. It's the only
2: thing that kept us in business during yeah. COVID. And yeah. so, again, it just made sense to build that into the franchise model and give them opportunities. And now we've um, we've grown to the point where we just hired um, a vice president of business development that's still under training, but that's part of what he's going around then and in, in helping them grow those additional lines of business so that they
0: can um, experience, you know, benefits. From all of them. Mm-hmm. I love it. And so, y'all didn't just stop there. Y'all started doing more direct shipping to yep. the, the retail clients. You have some yep. educational fundraising stuff yes, out there. our
1: fundraising program is amazing. I do come from the education background, so uh-huh. very familiar with fundraisers and how boring they can be, <laughs> you know. And so I thought, you know, this is an opportunity for us to really spice things up in the fundraising world and... You know, that whole tagline of local helping local. Um, and it's just been so exciting. That's been so rewarding to me that these smaller groups, you know, these smaller dance groups, cheerleading groups, the travel teams, they can, in two weeks, make enough to send their entire team out oh, of town. It's awesome. It's amazing. And they've sold cookie dough. You know, yeah, but everybody they, wins. But, I you know, agree. Everybody's people, happy. Yes, a lot of people know about alumni cookie dough now. And so it's it's an easy sell for them. And so it's great. We we love doing fundraisers. There's nothing we've done entire elementary schools and we've done little bitty a dance league, you know, so it's really there's nothing too big or too small.
0: Okay. So here's what I have to know. Again, most entrepreneurs I've been doing this twenty five years and I struggle work life balance i struggle keeping the wheels on my office with one little thing we do and do really well and like six or seven employees right. and so yeah, when i see companies growing or i see companies with hundreds of employees or i see people in multiple lanes i'm like i, I don't know how they do it so right. so y'all y'all have figured out all in a short period of time retail wholesale direct to consumer fundraising franchising you're on boards in the community. or are getting out doing stuff. You your business is exploding, and now you're going back to teaching. Yes. <laughs> how in the world have y'all figured out? Like, you have five kids. Like, how have you managed to build this and it not just work yourself to death, or or be able to systematize or hire in the worst labor market right. we've ever experienced as business owners? Like, how has right. all that came together? To be able to do we all just don't this.
1: don't think, think that much. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it's a combination of several different things. Number one, I think when you decide to start a business, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, you need to really ask yourself, do you love this so much? You're good? Because you are going to eat, breathe, and sleep it, hopefully for a very, very, very long time. <laughs> yes. Um, and so if you don't love it that much, don't do it because you're gonna make yourself miserable. So that's number one. Number two, Mike and I work very, very well together. We respect each other. We res- sometimes we don't agree on things, but that level of respect is always there. And I think um, we really, when we're out to dinner, I mean, we don't talk about the business all the time, but it's not like we say, we are not going to talk about the business. We do (laughs) talk about the business because guess what? We love love it. it. We love the business. We love to think about ways we can grow it or a a way that we can change something. Um, And I just, it's fun for us. And so that's um, another, another reason. And I think We always make time for each other. We make plans. We always make sure, okay, when is that next trip? When is that next date night? Mm -hmm. So we always have something to look forward to, and it keeps us focused on our relationship because we know that that's the most important thing. Yeah. Um, So it's just... What do you, it's worked that, so far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, work is an understatement. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, it's
0: worked to a level that most business-owned entrepreneurs never even get close yeah. to. Right. And and uh, from a hiring standpoint, have y'all mm-hmm. figured something special out there, or how are yeah. you? How are you staffing? door you can go back to work?
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, it is. It's mm-hmm. difficult. I realize that right now is a very difficult time mm-hmm. for people to hire. We are in a very unique situation, I believe, being in Athens, in a college town. It's people want to they want to have a, a job, you know. Even if it, most of our employees, it's just for fun, money, you know, which is yep. great. If they want to work two shifts a week, we work them two shifts a week. So we are very flexible with them. We respect their schedule if they need off for a test, an exam, a football game you know we we work with their schedule so i think and it is a fun environment there's no cooking there's no grease it's a fairly easy place everybody to work everybody comes in in a good we mood never Everyone's happy. we never have you know, angry people so it's, in a cookie dough cafe no even if they are angry coming in they're not angry when they leave <laughs> so you know it's just it's it's a fun place to work and as far as um the full time employees that we just hired Again, it is a growing business. It's something people want to be a part of. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's a happy place to be.
0: I love it. Um, All right. So it's all starting to make sense to me now. So, (laughs) So my staff. People are coming in to pay taxes. It is not the happiest right. place to be.
1: <laughs> so that's why, that's why You need to staff cookie dough.
0: <laughs> we need again. to.
1: Again, we need stop, to hedge our bet a little bit. That's right. Here. They yeah. become happy yeah.
2: when you get them that nice refund. That's, that's right. right. That's when right. Come yeah. in the
0: door. Yeah. It's not the most exciting, the smiling fridge. place. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to leave with a refund and a pint of cookie dough. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't get better than that. I love it. It's all how you spin it. It's so amazing. So what? What's the the plan right now? Is it to continue to push all these areas? Is it going to more retail stores that you're yes. going to be company own? Is it more franchises? All of the above. So it <laughs> is,
2: and that is we've had people
0: say, Hey, you really
2: need to focus on one line and develop. And and we don't, we, we don't think that's the way to go. Um, we want to share the business. It's, it's, a uh, you know, for franchises, it's a relatively low startup cost. It can as hard find nowadays too. Yes, the yes. regular person has an opportunity to own an alumni cookie dough, whereas they might not have an opportunity to own a McDonald's yep. or something like that. Um, so we want to share that. We want to continue getting the franchises out. We are um, we're changing some of our operational model a little bit. We are uh, working with. We formed a board of directors recently, and we've got some pretty great experience uh, behind us with some with some folks that have worked with some other big brands that have been very successful. So we're getting some of that guidance on how to scale. Because that was a big fear of mine is like we had this opportunity to grow, but you have to grow, you have to try to grow smart. Because yeah. if you don't, it's real easy to get way over your skis and all of a sudden you've got this this business that had all this potential and you overextended yourself and then you're backing in and then all of a sudden it, it goes out of business. So we were, I think the one thing, we're not, we're not super smart. We're smart enough to know that we need help. Mm-hmm. And so we've, we've been able to reach out to the people to help us in the areas that we just don't know. So getting that experience, um, decades of experience in franchise restaurant, franchisee, franchisor relationships has been pivotal in helping us get things set up, which is what we're undergoing right now, to grow even further. Hiring our director uh, or our vice president of business development and director of wholesale and retail um, operations to kind of take some of the load off of us. For five years, it's just been she and I trying to make all the decisions. And I think we've done okay, but some other people, they've got better ideas out there. Surround
1: yourself with people that are smarter than you are. Exactly. that's what we're doing.
2: Smartest thing you can do.
0: I I love two things that are touched on that you said that I think everybody out there listening, our audience needs to really take to heart. Number one, the growing too fast without getting the right people. I, in 25 years of working with business owners, entrepreneurs on the financial side, I have seen way more businesses go out of business because they grew themselves out of business instead of not having enough customers or not having enough business. So I think it is way easier to get out over your skis and get into a bad situation because you tried to move and go too fast somewhere you weren't prepared for. And then what you offer to the franchisee, an affordable solution to be a business owner, to have systems in place, to have ways to do things, to have something fun to be a part of. A, I think, I mean, there's, I I I don't understand why everybody in the world is not a business owner or entrepreneur. It's the (laughs) greatest thing ever. You get to have control of what's happening. You get the tax benefits. All the things that I preach every day is so awesome about entrepreneurship and business. And our our entire country is the backbone of, of our economy is there's a lot of things there in the tax code that you can win on because it's truly built for the small business owner. And so I love that you offer a way for people to get into it in a place that they can afford and with a model that's fun and already figured out. And so that's super, super cool. Yeah,
1: We did not, you know, we weren't born with silver spoons in our mouths and We want to offer this opportunity to other people that did not win the genetic lottery and be able to be a business owner and truly change their lives like it has ours. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's exciting. And at the same time, we're a new brand. This is where I think it's so interesting and, and fun. We are a new brand, which is so exciting. But at the same time, we've now brought on this board of directors that have decades upon decades of experience in this field. And so you're getting literally the best of both worlds. And it's, it's just, it's, I think it's a great opportunity. And I'm just
0: guessing y'all probably seeing some opportunity to start mixing brands together. To Definitely. where you, you go in to buy one thing and there's cookie dough on the back end. Right, yeah. and, so and like, we've
1: done that with Java Joy. That's uh-huh. our that's a really exciting partnership. What um, an awesome I was, success I was on story. The, I was on the board of ESP for a couple years and I'm a special education teacher as well, so mm-hmm. that um, is, has a special place in my heart. And Java Joy has just been a dream working with them. And the fact that we're in Mercedes Benz. Yes, I mean you can get alumni cookie dough in Mercedes Benz. (laughs) I love it. I mean, I just I still have to pinch myself sometimes.
0: (laughs) All right, so here's the million dollar question: What made you go back to teaching?
1: (laughs) Well, I the way my brain works, I I have a creative. You know, I love Uh to create things. Well, I created all the recipes and the color scheme and the decorating and. All of a sudden, we're sitting down and we're talking about five-year forecasts ah, and spreadsheets. Operations. And I'm like, oh gosh, wait. I put the brakes on and I just I started talking to Mike and I was like, look, I trust you. I trust our board of directors. I completely trust the people that we're bringing on full time. Um, I think this might be a time where I can get back in the classroom. I love my students, and I love education. And so I was missing that part of my life, and I feel like this is – Um, a great way for me to still be a teacher and I can be a business owner too.
0: I love it. Y'all combine the creative and the analytical skill sets and know when to step in and step out. Now you can do both. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. I love it. It's
1: been a lot of fun. That is a
0: rare story and an opportunity. (laughs) Most people never figure out how to manage and navigate. It's super cool. Y'all been able to do that so fast.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: All right. This is my favorite part of the episode. This is where we get to do the max out moment. Okay. We're the Stronger Business Podcast, and we want to help our audience get stronger. One tip, one takeaway, if they don't remember anything else from this episode, what's something they can go out this weekend, do, listen to, read, take to heart? What is the max out moment you want to leave with our audience today?
1: So the first thing that comes to my mind is if you are scared to death, you are literally shaking in your boots and you cannot sleep you're on the right track (laughs) (laughs) it is is so true it is not for the faint of heart if you are if you are comfy cozy and you're like oh this is the sweetest little best comfy cozy idea run 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 (laughs) don't do it if it scares you do it because that means you're doing the right thing it's supposed to be scary if it if it wasn't scary, everyone would do it. So you're supposed to be scared to death. You know that's just that's part of it. There's one book that I would recommend. It would be the E Myth Revisited oh by my Michael God. Gerber. Oh my that book
0: changed my life. It is yes. absolutely
1: the and it it um, solidified. I read it after God, we had started it's so similar to the <laughs> business, that y'all. Yeah, I read it after we had started the franchising process. But after I read it, I was like, oh my gosh. If we had not started franchising, I would now. Because <laughs> yep. it really solidifies the fact that no matter if you are gonna franchise your business or not, everyone should go through that process. It makes you a stronger business. So
0: I, that book truly changed my life yes. technician versus business owner mm-hmm. and learning the difference of being uh, an entrepreneur, a business owner, as opposed to just somebody showing up doing a job that
1: at a business they
0: own. I, I love that book. I, it makes me want to go. I haven't read it in a few years. I need to oh, go back. It, it just, would probably be really helpful for me to read again right now. It's on our
1: list for our franchisees yeah. to read because I think it's so important for them to know that. You've got to work on your business and not in your business because you just, if you're looking for another job, this is not the right yeah. thing. For and it's, you. I
0: feel like it's so much easier now to get hung up in the fires and the day to day stuff and yes. social media and all yep. the things and. And you get into that day to day way easier now than you used to instead of working on the business. Exactly. I love that. I love and could not agree more with your max out moment. <laughs> <laughs> it is so freaking hard. It's the hardest thing you ever do. And it's but it's the thing greatest ever thing do. ever. So yes. Nobody will understand you so, if no. people think small business owners, oh, they own their own schedule. They get to vacation when they want mm-hmm, to, They mm-hmm. they get to work when they want to. If you're not ready for 50 or 60 hours and yeah. thinking about it yes. 24 hours a day, it is probably not for you. And
1: literally blood, it, sweat and tears. But if it feels <laughs> that
0: way or if you're in that right now, that is normal. It is right where you hey, should be. It and doesn't that's mean, the path it, to success. It
1: doesn't mean don't do it. It that's means right. the exact opposite.
0: Yeah, and it's so rewarding. And it it's so really hard, is. but so rewarding. It really it's is. I, I I don't know, I'm just so passionate about business and entrepreneurship and y'all are, I mean y'all are leading the way and inspiring us all. And so it's Thank super you. awesome to have you. So glad y'all joined us today. Where can people find you at? How do they connect? Where do they check out social media stuff going on?
1: Absolutely. So, our website is com. You can go on there and see all of our wholesale locations and all of our franchise locations um, at Facebook, just Alumni Cookie Dough, and also Instagram at Alumni Cookie Doe. So, Um, Check us out and come get the best dessert in Georgia. (laughs) Yes,
0: I love it. And and definitely check it out again. Y'all are like masters at marketing, and it's such cool combinations on there. such a fun place to go visit and order some. There's all sorts of cool little packages and things y'all have. And so I've learned a lot today. I know it's been awesome for our audience. Um, Y'all check it out, share it, follow us at strongerbusiness.com, subscribe to the podcast,